Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. All right, welcome. It's another episode of your Daily Scrum. Todd, that must mean it's a new day. New day. All right, we are professional Scrum trainers with Scrum.org. I'm Ryan Ripley, that's Todd Miller, somewhere over there. Sure uh, I am. We have a new question for the day, Todd. It's one that we get a lot. It's one that I've contemplated, especially when I have uh, not followed our advice. How many scrum <laughs> teams can a scrum master serve? Oh, can I ask you? If I, I'm gonna. This, you're gonna be completely unprepared for this. I'm gonna ask you though. Sweet. What? What? How? What is your record number of uh, teams that you've come across where a scrum master has been serving? Record number. Five. Five. Yeah, I I ran I I gotcha on this one, Ryan. You win nine, nine. Ooh, Ooh. and they attended every daily scrum. Jeez, how do you? I don't even know how you you even begin to perform the role well at nine. Like at, at that point, they were just constantly in events, and I mean, what was that different, like? Different products too, not the same product. Different wow. products, yeah. That, that's a super talented person. I could not handle, um, I could certainly not handle that. Nine was a lot. Nine, it was way too much. Way too You much. know, clearly we're starting to set some boundaries here where mm. it's like, what, you know, how many scrum teams can a scrum master serve? And this is going to, first, let's start with the main caveat. This is going to be very contextual. Yes. Like if, if I'm working with a brand new team, right? A new a team that's new to scrum. They, have the, they don't have a lot of working experience together. We're working on a new technology. It's all greenfield. It's new stuff. I'm going to be, I need to focus there for a while and I need yeah. to spend a lot of time there. Now, if I've got this mature team and they're high performing and they are just, their increments are awesome. They're super high quality. Um, things are going great. Maybe, you know, mm -hmm. the, the time there's not going to be so much, right? So let's set that context that, that the situation is going to be different for everybody. But uh, in my experience, Todd, when I get around that two or three team mark, I start losing the thread. I start losing yeah. focus. I start missing uh, the interactions during collaboration. I start missing hints and clues 
that things could be either improving or, or getting worse. And I start feeling a little uncomfortable in the role. Yeah. You know, we're, we're talking about this and I'm actually, you know, the question I posted in the beginning, I'm going through and trying to think about the most teams that I've ever served. And I've never done more than two. Yeah. I've never done more than two. And in that situation where it was two, that was two different scrum teams building two different products. And I was losing context when I get to events, like I would be like, where is, uh, you know, this, where, where is she at? She's going to be late. And I'm like, well, they're like, she doesn't work on this project, Todd. And I'm just like, geez, I just like context, which was so bad for me. And then to think about service to your product owner, what have, uh, like, what have you done for your product owner lately? We should make a bracelet for that. What have you done for your product owner lately? Yeah. Yeah. What are, what have you just pushed down and said, uh, uh, we will, we'll worry about this later. Right. So, so what we can't get, um, our, our, uh, our staging environment to mirror production out. We'll worry about chasing that down later and having an argument with the, with the infrastructure and networking guys about that later. Like what have you, are you ignoring that? What, what are you ignoring? What are you trading off by having, having too many teams that you're attending to? And, uh, yeah, I think it's, it's, uh, well, and, and there's a real danger here. The more teams that a scrum master is working with, it probably diminishes their ability to be working in the organization, mm-hmm. right? And, and then we're back in our scrum bubble and we're just working with the scrum team. We're not working with the organization. We're not helping get rid of sy- these organizational systemic type of impediments that are causing delivery to be difficult. We're probably not even doing a great job of impediment removal at a team level. A lot of dominoes start falling the busier we get. Our job is not to be busy, mm-hmm. right? Our job is to help teams be more uh, effective. There's a difference, right? Mm-hmm. And so as you as you figure out the number that works for you, well, you know, Todd's never gone over two. I prefer not to go over two. Um, in fact, I love getting some one-on-one time, especially with a new team. We all have our preferences, but as we start getting teams added on and as we get these, the number goes up, think about what's dropping. Think about the trade-offs you're making in order to supposedly serve multiple teams and uh, see if you can start tracking whether or not you're getting the benefit that people are expecting, right? Yeah. And I think it's probably a good idea not to plug one of our other videos we're going to, but check out the video on what does the Scrum Master do all day? Because, you know, as uh, Ryan, we were just in a PSM2 class, right? Like probably exhibiting uh, your organization, maybe having a misunderstanding about what the Scrum Master role is, uh, you, there's a lot of work to do. And so maybe check that video out if you're being asked to, you know, serve nine teams. I felt so bad for that woman. She looks so stressed know. out. She looks so stressed out. Yeah, I can't even imagine um, yeah. Yeah. how that could play out. And so, yeah, Scrum Master's out there. Got to figure out your numbers. Got to figure out your context and see what makes sense. But mm-hmm. keep an eye on the things we're dropping as that number goes up, and try to try to be really open and honest with yourself about what we can truly handle. Right? Mm-hmm. We're there to serve. We're not there to just be busy. Right. Yeah. Yep. All right, Todd. I think that's it for this episode. We've hit close to a time box. We're trying to keep, and so let's check out the socials. We're at Agile for Humans on most of the platforms. Be sure to like and subscribe. Todd, we love it when people like and subscribe, don't we? We do. And I, uh, I'm i still se- searching for a new Twitter handle. We were close. We were close. We're close. But uh, leave, leave us some comments below. Uh, how many teams are you handling? What was that experience like? 
uh, tell us if we're off, right? Maybe we're missing a, a key component that would let us handle more teams. Let us know in the comments. Uh, Todd still needs a new Twitter handle. So <laughs> the person who gets the, the ultimate Twitter handle to Todd gets a book. Uh, check out the videos below. And uh, you know what? Go forward. Have a great day. Scrum on. Scrum and, we will, on. and we'll see all of you tomorrow. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and Scrum on.